Do you want more energy and less cravings? You might be on a blood sugar roller coaster. A lot of times when we're not balancing our blood sugar with the foods that we eat and the way we live our lives, we end up with lousy energy and those cravings to dig into candy or snacks throughout the day. Or maybe you need to work on lowering your blood sugar numbers. Maybe you've been to a doctor's appointment recently and you were told that you have elevated blood sugars or prediabetes. Or maybe you struggle with the inability to lose weight and body fat. At the time that this podcast airs, we're getting ready for our April Blood Sugar Balancing Challenge. This challenge will take place inside of the Goal Getters Group. It's only $9.99 per month to join the Goal Getters Group, plus you can try it out for free with a one-week free trial. Join the April Blood Sugar Balancing Challenge as we work to implement a new blood sugar balancing hack every week in April. The challenge begins on Monday, April 1st, 2024, and is a 30-day month-long challenge. We will focus on a new habit each week to habit stack and create a better blood sugar balancing routine, focusing on more protein, veggies, vinegar, and movement. Each one of these hacks is designed to improve our metabolism, create better blood sugar balance, improved energy, reduce cravings, and work to lower overall blood sugar numbers to improve our blood work too. Join the challenge to have support and accountability with the other Goal Getters members along with guidance from your registered dietitian, me, Brittany. Join the Blood Sugar Balancing Challenge by joining the Goal Getters group with the link below in the show notes. I hope to see you there. Welcome to the Your Life Nutrition Podcast. I'm Brittany Libertor, your registered dietitian nutritionist and mindful eating dietitian. Here on the podcast, we will be answering your questions all about nutrition and wellness while breaking down nutrition misinformation and giving you the truth that you can apply to your life. We will focus on changing your habits and your mindset to help you become a healthier version of yourself and a more mindful eater. Let's ditch the diets forever, find food freedom where you can eat pizza and ice cream all without the guilt, learn how to create balanced meals and snacks, and reach your health and nutrition goals. Let's do this. Hey, I'm Brittany Libertor, your registered dietitian nutritionist and mindful eating dietitian. Welcome back, Katie. Hey, it's great to be back. Happy New Year. Yes, Happy New Year. And in today's episode, actually the second time we recorded this episode, because, you know, we run into technology issues from time to time. Um, We're just doing our best over here. But in today's episode, we're going to talk about how to not get sucked into diet culture and diets at the start of the new year in January. So I know we're already uh, over a week into the new year, but we really wanted to just kind of focus on how you can have more of a positive mindset on different things. So Katie, can you kind of tell us how you approached New Year's in the past and like January 1st and like this fresh start? Yeah, definitely. So in the past, um, New Year's was definitely kind of like a, that diet culture New Year's resolution type deal where you felt like, oh, it's a new year. Like I'm going to go on this diet. I'm going to do this. I'm going to listen to all the ads and things like that. Um, And so I don't think like I definitely probably didn't really realize I was necessarily doing that. Um, I think when we think new years, we think new goals, new resolutions, which is fabulous. Like I am such a goal setter. So such a big proponent on um, setting, you know, goals, resolutions, whatever you want to call them. Um, But I think for me, you kind of just are blindsided to the fact that 
oh, this is just like a one-time thing, but it doesn't have to be that way. You know, you could be setting goals all year long. So I think uh, looking mm-hmm. back, having that kind of epiphany is where I am now today. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for just being vulnerable and sharing. And I know for myself too, it, it it was like, there was so much magic related to January 1st. Like it was like this clean slate. It was this fresh start. And I just, it took me years to realize that there was nothing special about January 1st, you know, that I could have a fresh start at any point in my day, in my week, in the month, in the year, like it didn't matter, but there's just so much, you know, associated with the, just like this perfection mindset of like, okay, January 1st, like fresh start, like I'm going to do all the things perfectly. And a lot of times we could just kind of, um, we have the pressure from the culture. And I think that's what I felt in the past too, of like, here's this like you know, generalized, uh, approach to the holidays is eat all you want of all the things and splurge and indulge. And like, that's, what's socially acceptable. So then again, most of our culture doesn't know how to not have food guilt. So then you're, you have food guilt for a few weeks And then the new year is like, okay, finally going to get rid of this guilt because I'm going to do things the right way. I'm going to eat clean. I'm going to cut out sugar. I'm going to like do all these things. And again, like, while it is, you know, while it can be helpful to focus on, you know, some more balanced ways of eating, being more mindful, again, if we're not setting ourselves up to change habits. And instead we're focusing on this like all or nothing mindset of like, okay, I'm going to do all the healthy things now because all of the holidays, I just did the exact opposite. Then again, we're just, um, we can create this huge riff in our relationship with food. So that's again, like why I just feel so strongly about the fact that it's so important to just know that our, our culture is inundated with wanting you to start a detox, a cleanse, a diet, you know, lose weight and all that kind of stuff come January 1st. But you could actually, you know, focus on health and nutrition at any point. And I would actually strongly advise against a lot of the diets, cleanses and programs out there because they're not sustainable. Yeah, I completely agree. Um, and I think one thing that especially is on my mind transitioning from last year into this year is, um, the last year I just had a really hectic year. Right. Um, and maybe you're right with me when I say this and maybe you are not, I mean, that's why Brittany and I come on here and give you kind of different perspectives. And there's so many more people that have other perspectives as well. But, um, I think in 2023, I really just spent a lot of like doing right. Going here, going to this event, this wedding, um, this, whatever it was. And so, I think for me, as I transition, right, you're, you're making that gradual transition into a new year, a new chapter. I think it's really smart for you to say, Hey, I'm not necessarily making a diet goal. I'm not making a rule. I'm not making anything like that. I'm just doing things that are my intentions or my, um, just being more mindful if that's the lifestyle that you want. So for example, for me, I'm like, Hey, you know, I really got away from religiously going on walks or religiously like meal prepping and eating, um, 
uh, grocery store bought stuff, right? Going to the store, buying food. And so some of the things that I got away from in 2023, because life was so crazy, I'm reintroducing that back into my life for 2024. So instead of saying, I'm going to go on this intense diet and lose 50 pounds, no, I'm going to have intention, mindfulness. I'm going to dial my life back, maybe, hopefully. <laughs> and I'm going to do some of those things in hopes that that helps me really reset myself. So that's the way I look at it now. Awesome. I love that. I love that so much. I just, sorry, I have a little bit of a tickle in my throat. <laughs> I need some water. Okay. <laughs> We're just always keeping a real over here in our studio. Um but anyway, yeah, I just, I love your, your focus on like the intentionality and the mindfulness of just like, yeah, what I could do is instead of saying like, oh, I can't like go get takeout or I can't go to a restaurant or like, I'm not going to allow myself to eat those things. Like I'm just going to try and do it less, you know? And one of the things that I really recommend to my clients, and you remember this too, Katie, excuse me, <coughs> guys, I promise I'm not sick. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> No, you're fine. Okay. Anyway, a little bit of tickle. Um, but the focus of the the smart goal method, right? So focusing on a goal that's um, specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and time-oriented. So we can even do a little bit of an example here right now, Katie. So if you were just to give me um, a rough estimate of like how many days out of seven would you say that you're currently like eating out or like had been eating out? Oh my gosh. It was like probably three, four, just times a week. Yeah. Yeah. So then, so then like your new goal could just be like, I'm going to eat eat out out maybe. Right. Exactly. Super doable goal. Again, like this is why I have such a, um, an issue with different diets that are going to be like, yeah, like you can't eat out or like you're going to cut all these food groups or like, there's only certain foods that you can eat. Cause then again, it's like, well, I'm not going to eat out for the next month. And it's like, but if you live a busy lifestyle and eating out is something that can still be healthful and convenient, then why are we just going to write it off? You know, it's about like making healthy, healthful options. Like I always talk about like, okay, are you eating out for fun or convenience? You know, because if it's a convenience thing, then it's like, okay, how can we try and pick like maybe a more balanced meal for that meal out if you weren't like necessarily intending on it versus, oh, I'm going out for fun because it's my birthday or I'm going out for fun because I'm meeting up with friends. Like there's a difference there. So again, like just being mindful of that. So it's a really great example of just like kind of instead of being this like all or nothing, like, oh, I'm not going to eat out for the next like month or two. Instead, taking a more realistic approach and doing it half the time that you were before. And that's still, still an improvement. And, you know, and I said all that too, of just like, you know, a lot of people, including myself, like we are eating more like rich and fun foods over the holidays and it's okay to want to get back into routine. Like I was craving routine. So, so much, you know, and it's okay to do that. That isn't necessarily diet culture. Diet culture more so is like, okay, I wasn't going to the gym at all the last few months. And now I'm going to go five days a week or six days a week, every single day. I got to go. Cause again, like my fear when people set themselves up to do something really extreme compared to what they were doing before is it 
is probably not sustainable. And let's not overwhelm ourselves with this like massive goal. Let's scale it back to something that's more doable. And then we can always build up from there. But also when we tend to set too many goals at once, that's also when we set ourselves up for failure. Cause like, well, I'm going to, you know, eat clean and I'm going to go to the gym six days a week and I'm going to meal prep for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And I'm going to have no sugar and like do all these things again. It's like, you're kind of setting yourself up to get overwhelmed. And typically most people can stick to something that they're excited about for one to three weeks, maybe four weeks, but then the motivation tends to fizzle out and reality starts to set back in again. So you know, and even another thing, like it's okay to eat less sweets if that's what your body wants. Like at the start of um, the new year, we were just kind of really done with the Christmas cookies. They were still good, but they were just not exciting to us anymore because we had had them a lot. And so we put the rest in a pan in the freezer and we'll pull them out again when we feel like we want some cookies and we want a, want a fun food. Um, you could also choose to trash them or donate them or whatever, but like, you know, it's okay to want to do that. But my, int- the intention behind it's important, right? I said, it, it wasn't a, I'm going to freeze these because I can't control myself around the cookies. And because I can't have any more sugar, I've had too much sugar. It's no, like I've actually enjoyed the cookies that were there. I'm not really interested in having any more right now. And because I don't want them to just go bad or get thrown out, I'll save them for another time. We're going to have family over and we'll pull them out in a few months when people are excited to eat those kind of cookies again. Yeah, no, I completely agree with you. A couple things um, that I want to hit on is <clears throat> I felt like towards the end of 2023, I'd, I'd say like even in the fall, like as you were kind of wrapping up, heading into those, you know, um, November, December, I was like, wow, I, I'm i ready to run another half marathon. And I love vacation races. Um, it's like a, a brand of half marathons that you can do basically in national parks. Um, and oh, so sweet. I signed up even before the the new year started and I'll be running my half marathon in Grand Tetons at the end of May with my sister, her husband, and then my boyfriend's just going to watch. Um, nice. so I like, I encourage you to do things all year long. That's setting you up for whatever success looks like to you. It doesn't have to be weight loss. It could be mental health, physical health, emotional health. And I think a lot spiritual health. I think a lot of those things is like, we don't realize that food and all of those things kind of come together because they totally do. When I was journaling during my eating disorder recovery journey, I found that my spiritual, mental, physical, emotional, like health, all of the above were all connected. And yeah. it was the most fascinating thing. Um, and I think too, like Brittany talks about the fr- freezing the food. Oh my gosh. That is like a life-saving trick forever. I actually was just thinking about that recently because I was like, man, I I feel wasteful. Like, I think a lot of the times, like, let's say I eat, like, uh, I make, like, a really, a pizza or something, like, things that I really love. But it's like, okay, I don't want to eat the whole thing, but I don't want to throw it away. And then sometimes you feel like you have to eat more because you're like, oh, like, I don't want to waste it. Well, go ahead and put it in the freezer. Um, Oh, yeah. And one of my favorite lines is your body is not a trash can. Like it's either a waste in your body or it's a waste in the trash. And if you choose not to waste it, again, share it with someone else. 
put it in the freezer for another time, you know, and then you have an easy meal for another time, you know, but it's just, yeah, it's, it's all about the way you look at it. And again, just like what you mentioned about the journaling, like maybe you're like, oh yeah, I didn't really like, you know, New Year's resolutions like kind of overwhelms me or I, don't, I never stick to them or whatever. Like you don't have to set a resolution. I like to talk about goals because um, goals are things that you can kind of set yourself up to achieve throughout the entire year. It's not like I have to do this every single day. I mean, you can set goals like that. Um, but maybe you're not really sure where to start or maybe, yeah, you haven't set yourself up for success with resolutions. Journal, like what you mentioned, journaling could be so helpful for just like opening your eyes to like, wow, I actually would like to grow in that area. Or that's, this seems to be an area that's kind of bothering me. Like I should talk with someone about that. Maybe I need to set up a coaching call with Brittany or something to kind of dive deeper into like why I feel like I'm struggling with my cravings or late night eating or whatever. So, but you know, going back to the whole diet culture thing, like you don't like, if we're talking about like working out or like Katie signed up for a race or whatever, like you don't have to be doing any of that to like start your new year. Right. You don't have to start working out or eating well at all. Like if that's not your mindset right now, like you could focus on a goal that is motivating to you right now, but most of all, like you shouldn't be working out or focusing on eating well out of a place of guilt. You should not be guilting yourself into doing things because again, those aren't going to become habits either. I'm like, well, I really should get my act together because I ate way too much over the holidays. It's like, again, that's not going to lead you to create a new habit. <laughs> that's just doing something out of the sake of feeling like you have to do it and check it off. Right. I totally agree. So really focusing on the habit formation instead is really, really huge. So I know Katie, you mentioned about signing up for your race, which is super exciting. So can you kind of like guide us through like how you're going to create a habit to train for that? Yep. So just kind of give people an idea of like how to set yourself up for success with that. Totally. So, um, right now I'm just been like trying to go on walks regularly. Like I'd say I'd probably go to try to go on walks between four to six times a week. Um, mm -hmm. just to set myself up. Cause I said earlier during this episode, I was like, yeah, like I really like want to like walk again instead of just like maybe once a week. Right. Cause I, I'm an avid walker. I love it. It's like so refreshing. Um, and so I'm like, okay, I'm going to get back to, to my usual routines, whether it's cold rain or whatever, maybe a treadmill works for you. doesn't work for me. Um, I rather just go outside in the freezing cold and get it done. <laughs> um, yeah. anyway, so I'll set up myself for to do walks and then I've already been kind of doing this or I just like walk and run, walk and run, walk and run. Mm -hmm. Once a week where I do that. And then all of a sudden I'll put in a half mile, I'll put in a mile, I'll put in two miles. Then I'll be like, ooh, that felt good. I'm ready for three. I'm ready for four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Stop at ten normally always. Um, and I save the adrenaline for the race to get me to 13.1. <laughs> there you go. That's awesome. That is so good. I, um, I'll just give an example of something I'm doing, um, also in line of fitness. 
I started a strength training workout online last year in August and I've been actually, and I went through the holiday season. I have not missed my two workouts a week. And some of you might be like, wow, only two workouts a week. Yeah. I just, I knew myself and I knew that like scheduling in more was just like not something I could manage right now based on my schedule. Um, so my goal is to continue that through this year. Um, cause I'd love to keep keep that going truthfully. Um, and I know that life is probably just going to continue to get more crazy. So I'm hoping I can keep that up. Um, and something that has made it really helpful for me scheduling in my workouts. So I actually designated two days a week for my workouts, Tuesdays and Saturdays. And so I know that those are my workout days. I typically do my Tuesday workouts in the evening before dinner and my Saturday workouts in the morning before breakfast. So that's kind of what's helped me. So again, like knowing yourself for you, Katie, like you're probably scheduling in your walks and runs based upon your schedule. And again, when you schedule it in, you're so much more likely to achieve it. Um, another, um, kind of habit that I'm focusing on this year is trying one new recipe a week. Tonight, we're doing buffalo chicken spaghetti squash boats. So stay tuned for the recipe. I'm very excited to try that. But again, you know, focusing on habit formation, focusing on things that are going to make your body feel its best. Um, and in doing it again, I'm not focusing on making this healthy recipe because I feel bad about myself and I like need to eat healthy. It's, I want to try this recipe and it sounds really good and a great way to get in a PPFF balanced meal. So I'm excited for that. Um, you know, the last thing I want to just leave with the listeners today, I know we talked about a lot of ways to form like good healthy habits and lifestyle changes. We talked about kind of diets and diet culture more so in the beginning, but kind of to wrap it up here, a lot of times diets will lead to disordered eating later on due to the restrictive nature and lack of sustainability. I've seen it time and time again with clients that I've worked with, with people who I know, um, even myself, I know in the past when it was like, okay, January 1st, like wouldn't allow myself to even eat one more Christmas cookie, even if I had a taste for it because I had to eat clean, you know, or I had to kind of get back on, on the bandwagon. And it really led to such an on and off you know, I'd have my cheat days and then I'd have the days that I would eat super clean. And it just wasn't a good, healthy mindset or relationship with food. And it lacked sustainability. Like I couldn't keep doing that, you know? So getting to the place now where Katie and I both can practice food freedom and eat that Christmas cookie on January 4th, if that's what we have a taste for, like is totally fine. And I'm just like so happy that I'm in that place where foods can fit any day of the week. I know how to do that. And I know how it's going to make me feel, um, and making choices based upon that. Yeah, no, I totally agree with you. That's so funny that you bring that up. Like I think back to, yeah, definitely like cut it. Like, no, we can't eat cookies that like after the first, um, which is totally, I had a few myself, which is funny. Cause I'm not like, Oh my gosh, obsessed with Christmas cookies. To be honest with you, I only really ate them a ton. Like back when I was, binging because I, I just, whatever, it was a sweet, it was like a food that I would never touch. Mm -hmm. Um, I had like, I had quite a few last night and I was fine with it. I even was driving home with my boyfriend and I was like, Oh my God, like maybe I should not have had like three or four cookies or however many I had, but I'm like, who, who cares? Like, it's fine. Like you had it, another one. Yeah. 
Well, yeah. and, and going back to what you said too, we're already a week into the new year. Right. And I'm going to keep talking about this over the next month, but, you know, a lot of people lose momentum after that first bit of the new year, the excitement wears off. A lot of people just start to kind of go back into their old way of thinking, their old patterns. And that's just another reason why we always want to have curiosity, not guilt. So instead of being like, oh my gosh, I shouldn't have had all those cookies or, oh my gosh, I missed my workout. Like, and you're like blaming yourself or what happened. Be curious about it. Be like, wow, I was actually kind of hungry. So maybe next time I'm going to like, make sure I have like a snack or a meal with those cookies so that I don't overdo it. Or, you know, I missed my workout this week. You know what? I didn't have it in my schedule or I forgot my workout clothes or life got really crazy. And because I told myself I was going to do an hour at the gym and I didn't have an hour, I didn't even settle for 20 to 30 minutes because that in my mind wasn't an option. So next time I'm going to remind myself that some minutes are better than no minutes, you know? So it's, it's working through that stuff. Again, diet culture might tell us that it has to look a certain, your eating has to look a certain way. Your workouts have to look a certain way, or you have to hit a certain number per week or what, or a certain number of calories. But like at the end of the day, this is what is going to get you stuck time and time again. Like stop focusing on perfection, focus on making progress. I can, and I will say one more thing too, is like <clears throat> this past weekend, Friday, I went out to little Italy to Italian restaurant and my just wasn't satisfying like it just wasn't and I, mm-hmm. I like hey like I you know I think like oh if I I really wanted to go to this other restaurant in Italy, but I we ended up going there but anyways the long story short is that like I came home and I was hungry and I mm-hmm. was like potato chips and like chocolate covered pretzels just sound good and I had mm-hmm. them and again when I was like telling like my boyfriend I was like oh I was like I was like why am I so hungry? And he's like, you better, like, you really didn't eat a whole lot. Like you had like half a Caesar salad with me and you know, you had some of your risotto and that was it. So it's kind of like, and I'm really, I don't crave dessert a whole ton. So my point is, is that it was what January 5th at that point, <clears throat> I was out at an Italian restaurant. I chose to not eat my whole risotto because it wasn't satisfying me. Mm-hmm. I came home had a tasty snack and those are the developmental changes and the things that are amazing and just to say like you will have a happy new year if you just do exactly what you said don't be perfection it's all about those little stages and steps Uh, amen and you totally talked about a, a topic that we didn't really hit on today but that's about satisfaction and another reason that a lot of people don't stick with the resolutions that they set especially related to nutrition and fitness is that their excitement fizzles out. You know, they're eating the same chicken, rice, and broccoli, which gets super boring. Um, and they're not satisfied and they miss all the other foods that they're avoiding that they tell themselves they can't have. Whereas if you just try to incorporate the fun foods in more of a balanced way, you know, and listening to your body and not eating something that's not satisfying to you and pivoting, like that's the key there. Finding workouts that are actually enjoyable to you instead of like, I have to go on the elliptical for an hour every day. If that's not exciting to you or it's only exciting every once in a while, then find something else that you can throw in the mix to make it more sustainable. So 
Anyway, we're going to hop off here, but we hope that you found this information to be helpful. If you feel like you need more clarity, more, you know, focus on how to actually achieve your goals for this year, then feel free to reach out, uh, fill out the coaching application on the Your Life Nutrition website, which is in the show notes below. And I'd love to have a free discovery call with you to talk about how we can reach your goals together. So we'll talk to you on the next episode. Do you struggle with figuring out what foods to eat and how to meal plan? Maybe it's stress or emotional eating, not feeling comfortable in your clothes, feeling overwhelmed with weight gain, or maybe you need to lower your blood pressure, blood sugar, or cholesterol. If you answered yes to any of those questions, I would love to help you. To learn more about working with me, either one-on-one or to join our private accountability group called the Goal Gutters Group, head to my website, www.yourlifenutrition.org. If you want to have a free discovery call to see if we'd be a good fit to work together, fill out the coaching application and I will contact you to set up our call and we can see which option would work best for you. On the Your Life Nutrition website, you will also find recipes, testimonials, and other blog posts that you might find helpful on your journey. If you enjoyed today's episode and you want to follow along with more things Your Life Nutrition, you could check us out on Instagram and Facebook at Your Life Nutrition, where I love to post daily inspiration to help you become a healthier version of yourself.